It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to this week's episode of the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. As always, make sure you guys are getting over and checking out our sponsor. Cigar Noise Weekly. 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 Welcome to the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. Again, Drew, Mo. Yo. Moo Cow Rich. I'm bringing the bull. <laughs> this is like deja vu. Yeah. It's like we just did this. <laughs> we, almost, we almost just pulled the cigar noise, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Record the whole thing without recording it. Oh, boy. Well, at least I caught it early. <laughs> That's awesome. Sad part yeah. is nobody's going to miss anything. Well, you know, hey. Oh, listen, man, we talked about this the other day. We may not, and we've talked about this before, we may not have the biggest reach of these cigar podcasts, but damn it, we have loyal people. We're like yes. the Libertarian Party, you know? I the mean, I'll, that I'll, I'll skip the us. analogy, but I, I agree <laughs> with you. <laughs> well, people that love us, love us. There's yeah, not many I, of them. I don't know about you guys, but I have people reach out and, you know, we have conversations, we have questions, all that good mm-hmm. stuff. And mm-hmm. it's, they're, they're good people. Our listeners are awesome. Thank Absolutely. you. Everyone that actually listens. Kyle, did, did we satisfactorily answer the gentleman's question about double fermentation? I, you know, I didn't ask about that. I didn't follow up, okay. but okay. I assume so because there wasn't a question about it. Right. Uh, we did successfully answer the question about Cameroon rappers, though. Tyler, okay. Tyler sort of indignantly told me that I was wrong and then messaged an absolute expert in it who said I was right, and then that was that. Okay. So, yeah, Cameroon is a seed. Okay. That is the, the, the long follow-up there. Okay. So, there you go. That's your Halloween treat. Ooh. And speaking of Halloween, there's a contest that ends on Halloween. That's right. The patina hat. Patina. Tried to make it tried to make it as easy as possible. Literally just post a patina, tag the place you bought it from. Or even, you know, like this month, patina was in my cigar pack. Um, if that's where you got Hold it. On. Mo cigar pack. Mo cigar pack. If that's where you got it from and you post it, then that's you know, the same thing. So, yeah. And that's it. Not hard. Very easy. It's very easy to smoke a patina cigar or a lot of patina cigars. All right. I agree. Not one to disagree with a man uh, of your intelligence level, Cal. We'll see about that as we go along. Yeah, um, it's early. Yeah. So, so tell us a little more about these hats, though. Mm. I mean, so look, man, here, we talk about this, right? Yeah, about I don't three do minutes ago. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but Got deleted, dude. I don't, do, I don't do a ton of swag, but when I do, I try to make it like good stuff. The best. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, like the hats are new era, you know, flex fit, whatever. Um, something I would actually wear. <laughs> not just like oh this is good enough for a giveaway type deal so oh. <laughs> some poor asshole's gonna get this in the mail and say what the fuck yeah like oh okay cool like I've seen 
some brands do, but I don't know, man. <laughs> Throw it in the swag pile. Right. Yeah, that, that never made sense to me. So uh, we may be doing another one with T-shirts at some point uh, soon. Just don't know when. But, yeah. So, but the hats for now and see how that goes and go from there. Nice. There go. Get them. <laughs> Absolutely. We are not sponsored by Patina Cigars. No. We, you know, we, we kind of basically are. <laughs> yeah. I don't know Rome anymore. Yeah. <laughs> We're never sponsored by them anyway. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, man, oh man, man, man! I don't know if we should even get into this, but if you've been paying attention online, I yeah, maybe we'll maybe we'll ignore that. Uh, Roma has has made some some waves on the Facebooks. <laughs> we, I not on. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll skip it. We'll, we'll move on with our lives. Good there's no there's no, no good that comes from from mm. man drama. Um. There's a lot of it, but yeah. No, listen, we talk, we, again, I, I know people that listen all the time, they're like, God, he says it. Best decision I ever made. I know it hurts me a little bit as a brand. I know. It, it does restrict connecting with people because Facebook is definitely better for connecting with people than Instagram, but way less headache. Best decision I ever made. Yeah, you can't end up accidentally getting into a giant argument with a retailer that sells your stuff. So, hooray. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, by Halloween, make sure to enter the hat contest. And speaking of Halloween, here's a, here's a topic for you guys is softball. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite Halloween candy? Ooh. Okay, so uh, since we're going to... You going to go first? Yeah, <laughs> we'll just do it the same exact way. So we talked about this before we realized that we were muted. My top three, regular Hershey's, um, Heath, Reese's Peanut Butter, Honorable Mention, All Interchangeable, Milky Way, Snickers, Three Musketeers. Drew sounds amazing. Um, Heath, Heath, dude, freaking. Um, I'm not a big, um, sweet person. Like, uh, well, clearly, but um, <laughs> <laughs> he's a big teddy bear. I'm not a not a fan of the sweets. Like, I dig baked goods, but uh, like candy and stuff, not so much. But uh, mm. Heath bar, man, toffee, ooh. Yeah, I know that's good shit. Yeah, but uh, the problem with that too is I'll eat like half a one and be like, ugh. I don't know. I just can't do sweets that much. But yeah, that shit. Ugh. I might have to find some for (laughs) Halloween for yourself. Yeah, I'll post it with uh, smoking a patina. Eating a Heath bar, mm-hmm. drinking my oh, Dr. Pepper. Go. You got to get a sign up. We're missing Drew with a sign. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That. Where's that been? Dude, I've been so fucking busy. Fair enough. I, Legit. It, it's really just laziness, but I have been busy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm, we've been. It's funny been how busy. often that's actually the answer. It is a lot of the answer, but um, I don't know. We, I've been painting the house, working a lot, painting the house. <laughs> You're painting the house yourself. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's done. So I may have some free time. I mean. Painting the house is not done. It's just too cold here to uh, paint the house now. Finish. So we got like snow and ice coming in. It's like 30 degrees outside here. Yup. No, it's freezing here too. Yeah. It's supposed to rain like the next four days straight or something. Mm. Good old shitty weather. I love it. Yeah. You're ready for a lot of it. <laughs> That's just my life outlook. <laughs> I hope the we have a. Sucks. I hope we have a crappy winter though. I don't like the ice Why? here, but man, if we could get some good snow, use the four wheel drive to get to work, it'd be great. Uh, go for that. The commute would be longer. Okay. I could actually smoke a cigar. Hmm. I need to move further away from work. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. That's fair. So, check this out. Go. I was just... Wait, what's right... your favorite? Oh, okay, we'll, we'll get to the... the my, fa- my favorite is uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups by far. Okay. Um, like, I'll eat those all day, every day. Uh, followed, by, fo- followed by Reese's Pieces. Um... And then, you know, other stuff. Kit Kat mm-hmm. is up there for me. Kit Kat's solid. Yeah, Baby Ruth good. is up there for me. Mm-hmm. You know, not bad stuff. Um, but check this out. This is some bullshit right here. This is, okay. this, is, this is the way the world works right now. Chicken's out. I, I was, while Drew was talking, I was flipping through my Instagram stories, as you do. And guess what popped up in my fucking Instagram stories? Patina. Heath Toffee. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just from I've us never talking. in my life been interested in Heath Toffee. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> what the fuck just happened? They're listening to our podcast. It's got to be, right? <laughs> of course. Oh, yeah, There's it is. no yeah. way that came up randomly. No. What the fuck? Um, all right, so my follow-up question on the Halloween candy. Uh, this is the most divisive question that I know know about for Halloween candy. What's your opinion on candy corn? I mean, it's bad. <laughs> I haven't, I need to try some. You've never had it? I mean, I'm sure I've had it, but it's, I, I, I can't remember the last time I did. We're talking, I don't know, shit. 15 years, 20 years. I don't know. It's been a long time. And it's just kind of like a, uh, from what I remember, like a like a like a corn syrup, solid corn syrup taste, right? That sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> like like, uh, yeah, like a block of sugar. Kind of waxy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I need to try. I need to try some. It has like a vanilla maybe to it. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I don't. I could see that. I'll find but... some. That's that's just what I remember. But is it that bad? You think? 
When's it's the last the most time? divisive one. Everybody loves it or hates it, I think. When's the last like, time you guys had it? Probably last year for me. Yeah, but you got kids. It's a little easier. I'd have to go. And I'm a fat ass. I'd have to go buy a whole bag of candy corn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which I'm not doing. I might have to just to taste test it for this. Mo, when's the last time you had some? Man, I don't even know. Well, yeah, probably That's as long so. as me. Twenty years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the last, the last time you went trick or treating. Yeah. We should do a. A Sultan's of Smoke live where Drew eats candy corn. I'll get some for uh, I'll get some for next Monday. All right, I'll do it. I can do it for that, dude. I'm I with think you, I, Mo. It's garbage. We gotta go. I gotta go get some candy to give out. Yeah, it's coming. I haven't I haven't figured out. I, what are you guys gonna do? Are you gonna answer the door messed up and then just hand it out? I was thinking about just putting it outside and be like. Don't be a douche. Take just one. But I don't know. What's the right way to do this? I feel like some douche has your whole bucket. Um, like we kind of have already discussed, we're just we're just giving it out. Mm. Might be the way I'm, to go. I'm not answering my door for a goddamn person. But <laughs> I hate answering my door anyway. Are you you're not you're not doing the whole candy thing though, so right? Oh, we're getting a lot of candy, but we're just no. You're just here. you're not giving mm-hmm. it out though. Yeah, yeah. Well, so so we're doing something different. I should say I should say we're not. I'm not a total dick. Um, but it's mostly a dick. So my my daughter, her friends are all getting these little treat bags, and we're we're gonna go to people's houses and deliver them and just leave them on the doorstep and say, "Here's your treat bag." That's good. Yeah. That's cute. No, that's a good yeah. idea. It's fun. It's safe. Everybody wins. Yeah. Like we're, I've said before, we're in the middle of a shitty outbreak here, so I'm not fucking around with it. But we got to do something. No, yeah, that's that's good. Well, and the whole family gets together and yeah. gets to do that. It'll be fun. You're just giving them yeah. to her friends, his friends. I don't know your kids. Her friends, okay. and then some of my friends are gonna get some special deliveries. Oh yeah. Burning, burning dog turd. (laughs) I'm just gonna go shit on the fucking porch. Boom. My personal poop. So cows delivering. This is kind of funny because we, my wife found this thing. um, I don't know where, whatever, wherever people find things, Um, and it's so it's it's one of those black, um, I guess a cauldron. Is that correct? Like a pot. Okay. Like a witch's yeah, like a witch pot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she found this idea from, uh, I'm regretting even encouraging her to be on the internet. Um, <laughs> so she she bought a bunch of these things and found this chick that, that decorates her house like ridiculously. So now we are. But you could put dry ice in the bottom of this thing and then a little, like a pipe pan on top of it and fill it with candy. And then you go like ding dong ditch people and leave this smoking cauldron with candy on their porch. Oh, nice. So, uh, we've been doing that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. But, uh, uh, dry ice does not last more than, um, a couple hours. So you gotta, you gotta get after it. <laughs> <laughs> no time to waste. Yes. 
Yep. So we did that for a few friends as uh, kids, and then her brother's birthday was today, actually. So she did it for mm. her brother. Nice. But yeah, candy, smoking candy. <laughs> <laughs> so if you, so if you guys actually. This is going to sound crazy, but as a Reese's fan, and I know you are too, Kyle, when I was on, the, when I was doing keto, I'm off of it now. When I was doing it, they had these Think Keto bars. They're chocolate peanut butter pie. And dude, they taste exactly like a Reese's peanut butter, but they're actually relatively healthy. So if I just ate like 20 of those today, and nothing else? Would no, I be healthy? No, no, but it's not. It doesn't have the sugar content that a, a better alternative would. Yeah. You know, and you get the same taste. It's incredible. I've eaten two today. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. They're just delicious. What are they? Think keto bars, peanut chocolate peanut butter pie. I think keto bars. Hmm. I'll have to check them out. Yeah, absolutely. I see them. They're good. Nice. All right. Uh, let's do a cigar-related topic. We'll bounce back and forth. Uh, our buddy Yogi... 1966 wants to know uh, how do you light your cigars? Matches, torch, soft flame? Uh, he didn't include it but I assume any other lighting device is acceptable too. Mm-hmm. Like flamethrower? You know, whatever. I, th- I think my least favorite is soft flame. When they have long stick, long stick matches, I love using those. But overall, my favorite is is got it. I mean, it's a torch, single flame torch. I'm not into that fucking three, four, oh, come 25 on. flame fucking thing. What's that? You don't like 20 flames? <laughs> no, that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like a, um, like razor blades. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Gillette, 10, yeah. ten blades. Yeah. yeah. For what? <laughs> Definitely better. I don't know. What about you guys? I don't know. That's just me. I, I didn't hear the start of that question, but uh, it's apparently about lighting cigars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you use? Uh, whatever's handy. <laughs> um... Yeah, seriously. I I mean, I carry, generally I carry like a single, do I have a single? Yeah, single torch with me. But either that or a soft flame. Why do you like matches, the uh, the long stick? Yeah, matches are the worst. <laughs> only only the long, only the long stick one. We used to have them when I, when I managed the cigar shop, and I used to, I just like them, man. I really like the way they lit the cigar, and... Um, saved on butane, so <laughs> <laughs> they're just a pain in the ass comparatively, I think. So, I think I anything but a long stick match is absolutely a pain. 
I hate that shit. Like, you know, I go to a cigar shop and they try to give me all here some matches. Like, dude, what am I going to do with these? Okay, you're burning your fingers in yeah. 10 seconds. Give me a lighter, dude. Yeah. yeah I smoke mostly outside, so uh, torch is a must. Mm-hmm. Soft flame doesn't stand up to the wind very well. Yeah. But I do like a good soft flame light. I think it's it's easier to not fuck it up. You don't have to pay much attention to your soft flame light because you're not going to have you know three thousand degrees on your fucking cigar. Right. So the other the other place I would definitely use a soft flame if you can is on like a closed foot cigar. I think a torch is not as good for that. You can see that. You just burn the whole thing too easily instead of getting that closed foot flavor. So I was watching Wall Street 2 yesterday. Just what I read and watched it in a while. Um, and Michael Douglas lights up. Well, have you guys seen the Wall Street movies or no? No. No. Okay. So anyway, Michael Douglas's character, is, oh, he's a cigar guy in the original and then in the sequel. So he pulls out a cigar, he goes to light it, soft flame terrible lighting job i mean the the cigar was like half lit but i like i actually got to zoom in on the band and it was a davidoff oh that was pretty cool which cow brings us to another topic that you were asking about yeah i wanted to talk a little bit about new releases and i was i was asking uh what do you guys think about this the davidoff hasn't <laughs> the davidoff davidoff has a new zodiac release <laughs> the covid <laughs> Yeah, the year, the year of the ox. That's where I was going to go with the, instead of the dumb place I put it. Uh, so what are your thoughts on this, the Davidoff Zodiac stuff, and especially the new year of the ox, a $40 6 by 60 cigar? Okay, so all, I, all I'm going to tell you is this. In my experience with these Zodiacs, first of all, Almost all of them have been phenomenal cigars, except for the Rooster. That cigar was terrible, okay? They are, in my opinion, pretty much the best cigars Davidoff puts out. Minus some of those master selections that came out a few years ago, some of those are really, really good, okay? Again, this is all opinion subjective. I could tell you that, in my experience, the two worst year ofs, besides the Rooster would be the horse and the pig. The pig is a 6 by 56 and the horse is a 6 by 60 So once they go into those ring gauges, I lose interest because their cigars just don't smoke well in those gauges, in my opinion. Their blends don't translate that well. So I may get one just because I've tried every single one of them. But I'm not going to go out of my way. And I did smoke a year of the rat the other day, and that was that's a very very good cigar. Mm-hmm. That's a very good cigar. Still still smoking well. It's still smoking well, but <laughs> yeah, I I'm not going to go out of my way for this one. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. I usually like that. <laughs> so. Completely different take, but very similar. I, I love the Zodiac series almost every time. I think they're really good, uh, with a couple small exceptions. I don't 
they're pretty similar to Moe's, but not exactly. Um, I'm not going to buy them because I haven't, I still haven't bought a single Davidoff or Avo cigar since they released the Unexpecteds or did their little stunt. So they're not on my radar to buy, but I bet they'll be good. Yeah. Drew, what's your Zodiac experience so far? Um, I don't think I've had one. <laughs> we discussed this before the podcast. And I yeah, can't, that's fair. if I have had one, I can't remember smoking it. So, so it must uh, have been really good. It must have been amazing. Um, I don't think, I don't think I've had one. Um, no, come on, man. No, I think I, yeah. I think I actually own one. I don't think I've oh. smoked one. <laughs> gotcha. Age, Davidoff age is fine. Yeah, I was looking back through yeah, stuff here, and I, I, I don't see it. So I'm guessing. I have not. Cow, you sent I me it, I... but I don't. Uh, I haven't smoked it. I think I shared it with you guys the other day. I smoked that Opus Twenty Year. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Yes. Very, very good. That cigar, quite a good cigar. Yep. Really has. You know, I know we talk about. I'm at that point. We talk about like, I'm just smoking whatever I feel like smoking. I'm not saving anything anymore. And that was there. I grabbed it. I'm glad I let that cigar just sit for a while. And like we talked about, you got to be able to separate. I guess when I say smoke it, my point is that if you have something that you're waiting to smoke and you've had it for like two years, just fucking smoke the thing. <laughs> it's kind of my thing, I guess. And that fit that, that fit that bill. I was like, man, I've had this long enough. It's time to smoke. Might even be more than two years then. No. When did those come out? Um, I don't know. Two, two-ish, maybe three years ago. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not positive. No. Time is doesn't make sense anymore, so who knows? Yeah, that's true. Um, speaking of, of releases and cigars we used to like and all that stuff, I got a question for you guys. So CAO is re-releasing the Vision, right? So this was a 2007 release mm-hmm. back in the day that I freaking loved. I thought that was the greatest thing since sliced bread. Mm-hmm. Since 2007, my palate has changed, and mm-hmm. CAO has changed. <laughs> so, what do you think the odds are that I'm going to like that new Vision? I guess you're going to get blinded. How so? <laughs> Not in a good way. I don't know. <laughs> you don't think it's uh, going to be good? No, I have no idea. Honestly, man, I really don't. I remember last year, Casa de Monte Cristo in Chicago broke out some original ones in their vintage humidor. Oh, I bet those were amazing. Um, I have no idea. I had no interest, to be honest with you. But uh, I don't know. I mean... Look at when these guys, when these big boys want to do something special, they really can do something special, right? Mm-hmm. They they have the tobacco and the infrastructure, and and they could do it if they really wanted to. Uh, so who knows? I mean, it's definitely worth a shot, right? 
Yeah, do why it. Not? Do it. All right, I'll have to get back to you on that. Um, rounding out our new release topic, and then moving on to other stuff. Um, there have been some actually pretty interesting new releases recently after a long time of no interesting new releases. Um, I had a couple that I really liked. I thought the Crowned Heads Four Kicks Capa Especial was, was actually really freaking fantastic. Um, we did a blind review for that, and it was amazing, so I bought a box of those. Um, right. And then Foundation just came out with a bunch of like super hyped shit. So mm-hmm. yeah. we're starting to get back into it. Is this all stuff that was made, I'm guessing, uh, pre-COVID, right? And then they've held on to it till now? I don't know. He could have done it either way in the timeline. Probably not. (laughs) I don't know. Who knows? I mean, COVID's been like seven months. It doesn't take seven months of aging to make most cigars. Right. So I I don't know. Well, I just didn't know well, the, that some of the factories were shut down there for a while and stuff, too. Yeah, I don't think that was too long, though. Okay. No, it wasn't. And the Crowned Heads one was... That was a blend that they made forever ago, wasn't it? Yep. Uh, and then I, I they finally know. released it. Like it, it, They were trying to decide... I think I, I heard or read this somewhere. They were trying to decide on the four kicks, and this was one of the contenders, and they didn't pick it, which I think mm-hmm. was a horrible mistake personally because mm-hmm. uh, this is 10 times better than the four kicks in my opinion um, but well well i mean yeah you, you're you you have a good point there because really they've spent a lot of time and a lot of releases trying to give that that line life i mean they did a maduro they did the original they did another one and it seems like this one <laughs> if they just would have gone with this one in the beginning <laughs> you know, who knows? <laughs> yeah, you never yeah. know, though, right? Maybe, maybe they did something different to it to change it a little, or I don't sure. know. Yeah, I look, man. I I trust your palate. You say it's that good. I mean, that's something I'm probably gonna pick up. What you if know, in uh, three months they release and they say this is actually the same four kicks that we released years ago? I wouldn't believe it. <laughs> No There's way, nothing man. similar about that cigar. <laughs> yeah, Drew, we got some four kicks to review way back when we were doing reviews for Famous. Yep, they sent us the original. They were good. They're all right. <laughs> <laughs> but Crownheads yeah. is a company where they have releases that I absolutely love, and then a lot of other stuff. They've yeah. definitely had yeah. some home runs, man. Oh man, they hit, when they hit a home run though, it's a fucking yeah. deep home run. Yeah, this one's a home run. It's like the the Las Calaveras 2014 was a deep home run. This one's a deep home run. Nice, deep, <clears throat> deep, deep home run. You guys smoked anything uh, new recently? No. No, I have not. Cool. Uh, Mo, you had a question about sports teams. Yeah, I. you know what? We might have to save this one for when Danny's on because you guys might not have as strong of an opinion. <laughs> but I've always tried to define 
where it's okay to use the word we when describing, and it might not even just be about sports, but an organization. I'll give you an example. When I was in the consulting world, if somebody was, okay, I was in the Chicago office of PricewaterhouseCoopers, right? Let's say our, you know, the, the team, uh, you know, there was a team out of an office in, in San Francisco that was on a project and somebody's like, oh, we hired you guys and whatever. I'd be like, you guys, that's a different office. That's not we, right? Yeah. Like even to that extent, but you have like all of these people like fans of sports teams or whatever. And they use the word. We, we beat those guys. We had a great game. We, and okay. If it's your college that you went to, I could understand that more than a professional organization. If you are not employed by that team, or have some sort of direct effect on the well-being of that organization. It's not a we. I don't think that you can say we. I think it's they. I, and this I, is a different kind of pronoun battle than what people are doing with genders these days. But this is like, yeah, I mean, this is like, how is it we? I don't understand. Well, in, in the wonderful state of Wisconsin, uh, the Green Bay Packers do have ownership spread across tons and tons of people. There are a lot of shareholders in the Green Bay Packers. Those people are able to say we. There it is. Yeah. Besides that, I agree with you. They have a direct link to the team. It's a piece of paper that they paid some money for that has no actual effect, but they but damn they, well own a piece of the Packers. Absolutely. So that's a we. You could be a 2% shareholder in the New York Yankees. That's fucking we. 2% of that is a lot of money, isn't it? That is a lot of, yes. If you have <laughs> half a percent of ownership in the New York Yankees, that's a we. Okay? Because their performance has an impact over your life. And this is a this is a more sensitive topic, I think, than a lot of people would on the surface think about it. But and I think Danny uses we when he describes the sports teams that he roots for. Oh yeah. So that's why I was really hoping that he'd be on because then he could explain why he feels comfortable using the we when describing his sports team. But to me it just never made sense. Yeah, I, uh, I'm there with you. We feel the same way. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, we won. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, no the fuck you didn't. No. You're going to turn off the TV, and you're going to go back to doing whatever the fuck you were doing, and then the people that were on the field are going to go do something else. There's no we involved. Yeah, I mean, it probably has something to do with feeling like part of something, but that's above my pay grade. Mm -hmm. But you're really not even a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> they sure are collecting money from you like you are. Well, yeah, you're, right, you're yeah. buying their gear and shit. But if you're, look, if you're the comp, uh, average person that is watching these games and stuff on TV, you have zero, 
Zero impact on that team. <laughs> Zero. No, no, no. If I had washed my lucky underwear, they wouldn't have won. <laughs> right. Zero impact on that team. <laughs> yeah. Or at least on the outcome of the game, right? I could see somebody arguing that, you know, every fan that contributes money is necessary so True. That they can have their players and yada yada. But, you know, aside from somebody who could have just made a $50 donation, that's that's your contribution. <laughs> Well, yeah, you're not at practices fucking making them run another lap and, you know, coming up with a new play and right. washing their laundry. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, hey, listen, even, yeah, you work for the team in any capacity. Yeah. You could be a fucking ball boy. Yeah. That's we. That's we. I, yeah. I could even understand an argument where if you're at the game and being loud at pivotal points that then matter. Okay. There's at least something there. Right. I I could I could accept that viewpoint. You're as useful as a noise machine, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean we've proven now with no fans that actually the play is probably better and more free <laughs> than with fans. I think players seem like they're having a lot more. I mean, if you watch baseball, those guys are having a blast. Sure. You know, they're not playing all tensed up because there's a bunch of fucking, you know, Monday morning quarterback people, five beers in, yelling and screaming at them. Okay. It's a better product on the field when fans aren't involved. So all those people that say we because they go to a game are actually – Causing their team to lose, potentially. Well, at, these athletes will say in interviews, yeah, the crowd was behind us and that got us jazzed up. I can get that. I can understand that. So, Kyle, I understand what you're saying. And, yes, there is value in that, but that's still not we. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I, I'm just looking for the, the best argument I can make about right. that. Was, that and was it's still pretty weak. That was it. Yeah, I mean, that's about as close as you're going to get to being able to say we. But. Unless you're one of those fans that, like, there's a a ball that's almost a home run, and you catch it. (laughs) You know, put your arm out and catch it, and it would have landed in bounds. Then you you have an impact. Sure. Now, the other part where you might have an argument is if you're a season ticket holder especially of a bad team. <laughs> you might have earned the right to say we. Like when my brother bought season tickets to the Blackhawks in 2005, when they were literally the worst team in the NHL and had 3,000 fans, he could argue there's a we there. Sure. <laughs> okay. Um, but I don't know, man. I, I just, I find, I can understand like some people feeling like they're that, you know, when they're that into it. Okay. Maybe. But if you go to a game a year and the rest you watch on TV and that's if you even watch it on TV, you're not we. Stop it. There it is. Uh, all right. We have a question. We uh, have a question from G Fizzle, <laughs> uh, the, the Popeye's hater extraordinaire. Uh, he wants us to fill in the blank. 
I sure am glad blank wasn't in any movies because of the pandemic. Oh, man, that's a great one. And I actually have been trying to think of somebody since I read that question, and I can't think of anybody, like off the top of my head. Um, I would like to say Adam Sandler, but he was in a movie. Nothing stops Adam Sandler. <laughs> and I actually yeah, saw the preview for that one the other day, and then uh, we talked about it at work the, today, actually. But it was like, uh He's the same character, mm-hmm. and he always gets with the hot chick. That's way, way beyond him. Mm-hmm. And it's the same story. Yep. Yeah. He's annoying. <laughs> I mean, there's no other way to really describe it. Yeah. Hmm. So. I'm trying to think of like somebody that was really doing a lot of stuff and I was like why is this person continually in movies and I know there's somebody that fits that bill I just can't think of them off the top of my head I will say this when all of that like uh, what was that the not me movement or whatever me too um, me too when that came out and going back and watching some movies that I really enjoyed where Kevin Spacey was in them, I never realized how fucking creepy that, that dude was, even in the movies he was in. Like, he's I almost, he's yeah. a creeper. Yeah, like I almost can't even watch his shit the same way. And he, and he was like, dude, he's a good actor, but he's a creepy fuck. <laughs> There's a lot of creepy fucks in Hollywood. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I really have no idea. I don't I don't care about most movies, so I don't have a good answer for this. Yeah. Who uh who asked that question? Fizzle. G Fizzle. Fizzle. He needs to tell us who uh he's happy not that's not in movies. Uh, what was the he had another question too yeah it was I wish blank had been in some movies so an actor that I've really gained a lot of appreciation for and I've watched some of his movies that I hadn't seen before um, is Matthew McConaughey yeah he's pretty good he's a great actor man I never realized like I like during quarantine i've watched the lincoln lawyer which was an awesome movie that was such a re- that was a really good movie i don't know if you guys have seen that i've never seen it before he's in that um the gentleman he's in that phenomenal job i mean those are just two that i've watched recently where he's been in them and i'm like damn this guy's a good actor and he's a cigar guy mm-hmm. so it's pretty cool he's good i like his stuff mm-hmm. what's the uh the car commercial where he's <laughs> rolling his booger. <laughs> yeah, he's good. Cal, do you got one? <laughs> no. No. All right. 
Do we have another question? Uh, we don't have any more listener ones. I have one more that I, I'm just curious Bring about. it on. Yeah. I'm curious. What's something from your childhood, from back in the day, that you wish the current generation of kids could have or experience that they won't be able to? And I'll, I'll answer first, because it's what made me think of this, and then you guys can think about it. <clears throat> uh, for me, it's uh, the opportunity to be completely disconnected from everything for a while. Yeah. Yep. Right? Like, like, we used to go camping a lot, and nobody had any way to contact anybody, which is kind of freaky now, right? You're like, anything could right. happen. It would have right. been awful. But, but there was nothing that was demanding your attention. You just enjoyed and kids today will never experience that at any point in their lives for even if they do it's like a day yeah that's what makes so that, bullying so hard today too yeah can't get away nope at least before you could go home yep you'd be you'd be alone so that's what made me think of the question if there was something else too that stood out to you about your childhood that definitely would have been my answer I think um, I agree with all that but just to say something else (laughs) Um, and I know it's different everywhere but even like around here I think like, like just playing in the neighborhood like yep Dude, my parents used to just be like, okay, be back for dinner, and we'd fucking go miles away from home. I mean, yeah, you can't do that shit now. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you wanted to let your kids do that, you couldn't You'd get in trouble for oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm bo- I mean, both sides, the kids' side and the parents' side. Yeah, you can't do that. Dude, I, I seriously, I used to ride my bike uh, on the road. <laughs> I think two like two miles, two and a half miles to my buddy's house and ride through his big old neighborhood and stuff down there. And we'd play mm-hmm. around all day and I'd ride home for dinner. Yep. Out on the main road, you know, County line road. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think a lot of kids will never get to really like, I don't see kids play the way we used to, you know, where we would go out and just, Especially during summer break. I mean, you'd wake up, you'd be outside with your friends by like nine o'clock in the morning. You'd come home for lunch and go back out until the sun comes down. Yep. Um, I just don't see that. Mm-hmm. Even with my nieces and nephews now who are like at that age, I just, I don't see it with them. Everyone's glued to some sort of electronic or their whole lives are based on electronics or right. or there's a lot that's scheduled out for you right like you've got this sure. class now you've got this this activity and then that activity so yeah it's a lot <clears throat> we've all gotten just terrible at not doing anything yeah i used I... to do so much nothing <laughs> right <laughs> do you know what i mean like that is true. It's like I'm just enjoying my my doing nothing. Yeah. When's the last time you did nothing? 
So I have no idea. Every Monday at eight o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. But see, I never like that though, to be honest with you. I gotta be doing something. If I'm wasting my time, I feel bad. I don't like that feeling. Like even now, if when we're done with this podcast, you're, you're ready to I'm get off go, here. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go look at something for you know if there's any work I got to do for Patina, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the market, and I'm gonna probably read a book until I go to sleep. You know, if there's a show that I want to watch, I'll watch it. Whatever, but I'm back in this mode like since quarantine where if you definitely need to give your mind a rest sometimes, but I like to be learning all the time. Yeah, same. You know? Yeah, I can, I can, I can get on with that. I go through phases where I'm like, and maybe that's why I don't like a lot of TV shows. I feel, I feel mm-hmm. like it's such a fucking waste. Mm-hmm. Just to sit down and like watch seasons of stuff. Yeah. I feel like it's just such a fucking waste. Right. And I'd rather... I'd rather just sit outside and do nothing, you know, smoke a cigar and hang out and like mm-hmm. chat with people. I'd rather watch a documentary. I'd rather right. do something. But I, I go through these phases where I'm like, okay, yeah, I can get on with this season. And then I get in five episodes. I'm like, fuck, we got to do something else. <laughs> right. Yeah. I feel like I've just this, wasted my yeah. life. Yeah. And, dude, here's, like, something else that always makes me laugh. Like, you'll see people get together. And then somebody will take a picture of them at this thing. And in the background, all you see is everybody on their phones, right? And there's, like, this whole generation now, including people our age, that have these functions. And all they're doing the entire time is taking pictures that they could post to social media to say, oh, this is where I am. And then they're not really interacting with one another. Yeah, yep. you don't enjoy it. You know, I, there was like this joke, like, hey, let's all get together so we can text other people. It's crazy. And we've all done it. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying that I'm above that. I just don't know why. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's that's the reality, though. You know, where are we going to go and look at our phones together? Yep, pretty much. It's one of the reasons I like the cigar shop, too, is because it's a place where you can go talk to people, but also a place where if you want to, you know, you can just wander off and look at your phone. You get the yep. choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's unfortunately, it looks like those are going to be shut down again soon, at least here. About about you guys. No idea here. Probably not. I uh Yeah, it's it's getting to be winter. I think we talked about that on the first podcast, but (laughs) it's fucking cold here. (laughs) Yeah. And it sucks to smoke cigars outside. Yeah. That's why I need to move further away from work so I can uh, have a longer drive. <laughs> I have just like, j- just a long enough drive 
uh, we're talking like 20 minutes. So it's mm-hmm. just starting to get into a good cigar. And it's like, oh, a mirror. Mm-hmm. And I'm you not like. You could also go early. Yeah, that takes work. <laughs> or, you know, I mean, let it break into your lunch a little bit. Yeah, I might have to do that. And I will smoke at work sometimes. Um, on lunch break. Mm-hmm. I'll, uh, I, I, I cook out for the guys on uh, Fridays. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. So sometimes I'll grill burgers or brats last weekend or I'll do like street tacos. Anyways, all kinds of shit. But uh, a lot of times, if it's nice enough, I'll leave the door open and smoke a cigar while I'm grilling. Mm-hmm. So on those days, awesome. yeah, I get to. Mm-hmm. Which makes it even better. Smoking while working, while grilling food. Yeah. They must appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Most of them do, yes. We've got a good group of people, so. Sure, your your work culture sounds pretty damn cool, man. You gotta be honest. It is. We've we've modeled it or molded it into. Uh, we've got a gr- we've got a good group of people. Right. They all really appreciate that stuff. Mm-hmm. They don't take advantage of it because we we've had some people in the past take advantage of things, and nobody likes that person. Don't be like that guy. There's always that one guy fucking it up, right? <laughs> so here's a question for you. You know how they do that, like where are they now segments on different like shows and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm gonna take you back to. The story you shared with us about the guy at the steakhouse that took the stuff to go. Oh yeah, is he is he still employed and uh, has he changed his ways? He he is employed. Okay, his ways have not changed. Okay, um, he he no longer works at our Tulsa office. Okay, <laughs> so so that's changed. <laughs> <laughs> And it was shortly after that story, actually, that that happened. So however long ago that was. Too many mistakes. <laughs> I think that was uh, not not this past summer, but the summer before that. Yeah, yeah, probably. So yeah, Summer 2019. Year and a half? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that story still comes up. Um, we did a... Uh, <laughs> Uh, we did a, uh, um, Tulsa, uh, our Tulsa office did a dinner, mm, what, last, uh, week before, um, just for hitting a record month and, uh, wives and all could come and stuff and, or spouses. We do have some females in the office, but, uh, the, uh, that story came up cause somebody cracked a joke that they were like, uh, I'm going to order this appetizer to go. <laughs> We're at some fancy steakhouse. I mean, the bill was, I don't know, three grand. So for, for, uh, what, 12 of us, 10 of us, 12. So yeah, it comes up. (laughs) (laughs) The the people that appreciate things. Yeah. Notice that, that kind of thing and don't put up, don't put up with it. Dave works up there with me now, man. Oh, big day. Yeah. yeah. He was out at our one of our other locations, but he in the last two or three weeks has moved to Tulsa for for good. 
So this guy at one point was a, uh, literally, this is not a joke, he was a Abercrombie model, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he played basketball against uh, Kobe Bryant. Yeah. <laughs> he did. That's not the exact story he'll tell, but he did play ball against him. Mm-hmm. He really just got schooled, but... <laughs> mm-hmm. He well, was on the court. Anybody, though. Yeah, in, in all fairness, he did the same to people in the NBA. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, he, he's, he's got a lot of company there. I guess it was uh, maybe senior year, right after summer after senior year of high school for them and him. And he, I mean, he had already been like drafted or whatever to the NBA or something. I, I guess. I don't know Kobe, but they already knew he was fucking going NBA at that point. And David got to play ball against him and got whooped. It's pretty cool. I think it's that an awesome story. Fun. David doesn't like telling it. I'm like, dude, that's awesome. Who I cares know. if you got schooled? Saluted everybody else. Yeah. Join the club. <laughs> Nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, and he was an Abercrombie model. You wouldn't know that by looking at the guy now, but Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I can't wait to tell him we talked about him tomorrow at work. <laughs> uh, that's, you know, with, with all due respect. Oh, of course. <laughs> David. He's a great guy. He really is. I'm happy he's uh, finally up there with us and he's doing he's doing good things. Good. Work's a fucking blast, man. We got a we got a great group of people that fucking love to like get shit done and have fun at the same time, and everybody awesome. actually looks forward to going to work. It's super rare and it's awesome. I've we'll worked at a lot of it. worked at a lot of shitty shitty places that mm-hmm. <laughs> I fucking hated going to work. So yes, it's awesome. Cal, how's your new job going? It's good, dude. You don't have it's to go good. to the office, so. No, I, I, I'm in the room that I work in right now. It's a rough life. <laughs> You're in your office. You're in. The- yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is the same same room as my humidor and, and liquor, so it's a hard life. Nice. Yeah, but no, it's going well. It's it is weird to to go from working at one job at my desk in my house to working a different job at my desk in my house. Mm, yeah. But other than that, it's it's going really well. Good deal, man. Yeah. It's I been a solid so. month, so we'll get there. Are you at, well, there's a, you're the wrong person to ask because I know you're probably not. But they're like, okay, I'm going to use myself as an example. I'm getting extremely restless. And now that COVID's getting worse, that light at the end of the tunnel is getting dimmer. <laughs> and... I know some cigar guys are back on the road. Like I talked to Akil from Regis today. He's on the road. I think Luis Cuevas has been on the road. And, you know, some other people like uh, of brands have been on the road. I haven't. I've chosen not to. My circumstances are different than a lot of people. Um, I mean, I just took my parents to the doctor today. So, I, you know what I mean? So it's, it's harder for me. But it's it's like there's like this mental impact man of missing that 
that social interaction. And I think that the longer this goes on where people are out of the office or out of whatever, or guys that are used to traveling or, you know, ladies that are used to traveling 50% for their jobs are now stuck in the house. Uh, I think that's tough. Really yeah, I mean, you got to find some way to get some socialization and mm-hmm. kind of safely, right? Otherwise, you're going to, your mental health is going to get hit real hard. Yeah. <clears throat> like, you know, I was just, man, I was just trying to set up maybe um, a trip out to Arizona for January, right? And I'm like, okay, hopefully if we could get a vaccine sometime late this year, early next year, maybe come, you know, January, February, I can hit the road again, but it's not looking like it, man. I don't know. So my wife, uh, she used to, well, like you travel for work and have to meet with people, mm-hmm. uh, outside sales. And then she'd come home and she'd want to not talk. Cause she'd done that all day. Right. <laughs> well, now since she hasn't been traveling, um, she'll, she'll, <laughs> she'll do some phone calls. When I get home, she wants to talk. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the opposite. And it's not done. bad. It's not totally bad. But dynamic, yeah, right? I've been talking all day at work, and I come home. And it's like let's just let's just sit here. <laughs> yeah, but. Definitely, I've noticed that it, there's she's she's definitely more. Uh, um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, e- eager for attention and ready to chat it up. And I guess it would be like being home with like ki- little kids and stuff, where you're like, I need adult attention. I need right. I need to talk <laughs> to somebody that can talk back. <laughs> right. She's at home talking to the dog all day. <laughs> Yeah, weird, uh, weird times, man. It really is. And it must be like especially hard if people have some kind of difficulty in the house too, right? You know, oh yeah. You're not getting along with in your house or trouble in you know whatever way. It's ugh, that's got to be rough. We'll see, boys. It's going to be interesting. going to be an interesting winter. <laughs> winter <Yep>. is coming. <laughs> yeah. Can we stop living in interesting times? <laughs> yeah, look, uh, I have friends that span the entire political spectrum as well as have various ideas of COVID and, you know, how to combat COVID and all of that stuff. Here's the bottom line. And this is what I think people miss the most. I'm willing to do whatever the fuck it takes to get my life back to normal so I could try to build my business. And if you don't think that a B&M owner or a small restaurant owner, or a a small business owner of any kind does not want the same thing, you're out of your mind. You know, and people just don't get that. This isn't about who's 
it, wear a mask, don't wear a mask, vaccine, no vaccine, distancing, no distancing. It's not a, forget all that. The goal is to get back to normal so people could live. Right? I mean, am I wrong? I mean, I don't, normal's a little bit different, but sure. Yeah, get as close to it. Yeah, I mean, when I say normal, like, meaning where we could try to achieve a level of productivity similar to what we had before all of this. Yeah, I don't think anybody's like, oh, fuck all the small businesses. Let's close them down. Like, that's that's not anybody saying that. But there are people acting like that. That's exactly right. Exactly right. Don't tell me you support small business, okay, or whatever, and then you're not, you're perpetuating, worsening the situation. I mean, that's just, actions speak. Words are cheap. So, I don't know. It's it's just an interesting time. It, look, I, I'm very much involved with the markets, what affects the markets, things like that. So I'm on this stuff all the time, right? I do probably a lot more reading than a lot of people do when it comes to this stuff and, and its effects on various aspects of our economy and things like that. So I get that. And maybe some people are unaffected. I am affected. And I'm willing to bet that there are a lot, lot more people that are in my shoes than not, right? But it's just interesting, man. It's a, COVID has shown a lot about, about the dynamic with people, for better or worse. Yep. So, I don't know. Very interesting. So I make some fucking money. Jesus. True that. <laughs> so <laughs> post a picture of you smoking a patina cigar and get a hat from this guy. Give him some money. Yeah, no, it's not even look, I, I always say if it was about money, I would have stayed doing what I was doing before. But there is a beauty in creating something and sharing it with people that transcends any dollar amount that anybody could ever give you, if that makes sense. In my opinion. I don't care if I was a partner at PricewaterhouseCoopers making half a million dollars a year right now. It wouldn't replace the satisfaction of trying to build this brand. So it's never been about money. And it never will be. You know? But I do want to be able to make a living. And the only way to really be able to do that is if things normalize to a point that we could do that. You know what I mean? Because no matter what anybody thinks, the cigar business is an in-person business. This is a social industry. That's what it's built on. You know? Just my thoughts. Deep thoughts. Take With Mo. Yeah. What else we got for this week? Did you just order some candy corn while he was talking? I'm working on it. All right. Got a note actually here for it. (laughs) 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 I'm, uh, 
I was actually talking with one of my other coworkers today about that. I'm, I guess I don't, I forget pretty easily, but if somebody like jogs my memory, I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Whereas other people will never remember. You know, even if you're like, hey, yeah, you remember that one? And they're like, no, I don't. <laughs> like their memory is complete <laughs> shit. So yeah. I have to write notes. So, uh. My office has sticky notes all over it yeah. so I can remember shit. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I wrote a candy corn note next week. Candy corn on air. If, there you go. if you're sitting on the edge of your seat right now, just wait. <laughs> just wait. Candy corn live next week. You'll, next you'll week. have the whole seat, but you'll only yeah. need the edge. That's right. <laughs> Ah, uh, see you guys next week. Sounds good, man. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook, uh, direct message us, um, email the Sons of Smoke at gmail.com if you got any questions, comments for the show. And we will catch you guys next week. Thanks. <laughs>